0: In this week's podcast, I'm going to discuss BP's latest move to invest in renewables. BP announced another plan to be greener. They've committed to be carbon neutral by 2050. It's a long way off and plenty can happen in the meantime. Over 10 years ago, BP rebranded themselves as Beyond Petroleum, but their investments in renewables didn't amount to much and they quietly dropped the effort. BP's latest renewables effort is a response to climate extremists and not a drive for profits. So the plan is vague with plenty of wiggle room. BP will keep investing in oil production because that's where they make their money. At the same time, they'll invest in renewables, although they don't say how much. It's as if the renewables investment is an insurance policy that's required to deflect criticism while they get on with their real business. An oil company isn't better equipped than anyone else to invest in renewables. There aren't obvious synergies between producing fossil fuels and building solar panels and windmills. But BP believes that it'll help their overall business if they can do something to deflect the criticism from high school dropout Greta and her handlers. Why are companies like BP only investing in renewables grudgingly? without the enthusiasm that they'd show for other projects. It's because they see public concern about climate change as shallow. Global consumers continue to buy cars that run on gasoline, fly more than ever, and use more plastic. Why aren't there rules or taxes to change consumer behavior? The answer is, people don't want to change. They're fine with other people changing, just not with doing things differently themselves. The enormous failure of climate change extremists is their inability to get changes in public policy. Their extreme objectives don't get enough support to become legislation. So they're forced to push their agenda a different way. What climate extremists really want is for BP to get out of fossil fuels entirely. But BP isn't about to do that. So they watch the politics. And there's some risk that governments in the future may penalize energy companies for supplying consumers what they want every day. If oil is one day the new tobacco, as Jim Cramer suggested a couple of weeks ago, having renewables business may be a good hedge, a useful part of a PR strategy. Today, most of the pressure on climate change is focused by a vocal minority on large companies to try and get them to change when public policy and economics aren't already making companies like BP naturally adapt their businesses. It's really quite undemocratic. Why don't we just vote for a carbon tax or vote to limit gas stations or vote on anything to use less of what works? And the answer is because we wouldn't vote that way. So a vocal few are trying to get change in a different way because they're unable to get widespread public support for their dystopian vision. What a shame that they don't promote less extreme ideas that could gather more support. One idea is that BP should plant more trees. This is not quite as flippant as it sounds. Trump mentioned the Trillion Trees Initiative in his State of the Union. We looked into this. And it turns out that planting enough trees to absorb the excess CO2 that we humans are producing is surprisingly more within reach than you might have thought. So check out this Sunday's blog. It's called Planting a Cooler Climate, where we show you what's possible. Thank you for listening to SL Advisors Talks Energy. To find more episodes like this one, go to our website, sl-advisors.com, There you can sign up for our blog, watch videos and webinars. Follow us on iTunes and Spotify and follow us on Twitter at Simon Lapp.